When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm happy. And welcome in to Talk or Go Home. Nick Wilson, David Murphy, Clint Thompson. Happy to see you guys again. It's Are you though? I am. I mean because okay. we have we text all the time in the group chat, but I feel like we only see each other together like as a group once a week. Sometimes we don't record for weeks at a time, so yeah. then it's you know, I see him on a daily basis here and there. And then I see you. You see me on a weekly basis, at least. At, at least. Yeah. But the only time the three of us are together is when we're recording this. Right now. Because we can't get Murphy to go out and eat anything and <laughs> like, socialize. So. Well, he's eating almonds. How many? Almonds. I ate 24 a while ago. Ooh. Uh, so, you, okay. Serious question. Do you actually count them? Yeah. Really? You actually count them? Mm-hmm. I... I have an OCD thing sometimes. Like, I'll just start counting stuff, just like how many steps it is from here to there. And See, I don't do that. I like things to be straight. Or specifically catty corner for a reason. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like the, the legs on this table like parallel, are exactly... Par- like a picture's got to be parallel. It's yeah. got to be a certain like height. That empty bottle on the floor is driving it's, me crazy. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't want it on <clears> camera. Sorry, guys. I had a water yeah. bottle. Almonds are expensive. What are almonds? Are expensive? Well, yeah. Why are they so expensive? I don't know. Can you go come from Hawaii? The... I guess because they... everybody uses from Hawaii, them for milk now. Uh, what? Mm. Everybody uses them for milk now. Yeah, where's, where's, where's the where's the mammary gland on a on an almond? <laughs> I, I use that's... almond milk too. <laughs> the first, oh, I'm gonna start keeping up. That's the first laugh. That's by, the first laugh by Aaron. There. How many times do you think he's gonna laugh when the guest comes on? Ooh, you think you're gonna laugh just when, comes when the on? guest comes on? Hey, special guest, by the way. We're gonna throw that. We're gonna keep. We're gonna it let. Secret. We're gonna let it be. Well, yeah. I mean, they'll see it in the title, but mm. should we put it in the title? No. Should we put it? Should we put the guest in the title? Yes. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't. We'll I don't. get more. We'll get more downloads. That I, way. Just, <laughs> yeah. I just. I just know I should have been a meteorologist. Ooh. You think you could handle it? No, I should have been a meteorologist. Do you think you could have handled it? Yeah. Well, I was on. I was in line to be a meteorologist. Seriously? Yeah. I, I was taking a class. A geography Whoa. class. Okay. You have to be? No, not really. <laughs> no, I was taking a class with some people that were aspiring meteorologists. And they at had to go Jacksonville through, State. They had to go through But geography. I got accused of cheating in the class. So I just. Did uh, you? Did no, you I cheat? didn't. I gave hey, them answers. Does Does this map look like snow? <laughs> oh. I tell you who was the teacher of the class was uh, a guy by the name of Dr. Ted K. Y'all remember him? Ted Kennedy. I do. I do Ted know Ted K. I do know Ted K. Ted K. Very he well. was he was a teacher of the class, and there were it was a geography friend. class that we were taking, and uh, so it was like one of those electives where that uh, I guess some social studies people were in there, but there was also people in there that were aspiring meteorologists and things like that. But uh, I gave them some answers one day on some work we were supposed to do. So and I can't. You're the one that got. Yeah, I'm the one that got. So I just dropped the class. I got kind of. I got. <laughs> I'll show you. I won't come back. Well, I got kind of accused of. Cheating, I guess. So yeah. I just I just dropped class and got out. And then that that uh, I never became a meteorologist. Yeah. What, what'd oh, you end up? Oh, being? what could have been? I don't know. 
Oh, no, you don't know what still, you are still now. What are you me? now? I don't know. I'm still, still trying to figure it out. He's still waiting um, to grow up to figure it out. Yeah. I think I, I, I'm kind of in that same line. When I, I am too. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out whether I'm doing what I need to do or not. Am I doing what I need to do, Clint? I, I Give me validation. I can't, yes, there you are was doing. plenty of thoughts that passed through your mind right there that you decided to keep for yourself for whatever yep. reason. Yep. And I don't know if they were good or bad. Yep. <laughs> or, or, were they good or were they bad? Yep. Okay. All right. I'll ask you afterwards. There I guess. you go. Did you ever drop a class? Did I ever drop a class? You know, that's what I was actually trying to think of. When I was at Auburn, I had. I don't think I ever dropped a class. I think I took. I think I ended up going through every single one. It's funny you say that because I had to take a, an outside class to graduate on time. I was missing one class, and I had to take an English class at Sneed State online. Wow. That happened to me. To that happened to me in here. Um, I had to take a health class like the last six weeks of school because I didn't have a health credit in order to graduate. I mean, I'm on advanced diploma and everything else. But you just never had health? But I just never had health for whatever reason. Really? So, like, Coach Whaley, you know, from yeah. – Talker go home fame. He, Check out uh, his episode. <laughs> Welcome back, Sweat Hog. He, uh, I actually had him for a computer class, which apparently I wasn't supposed to have. I was supposed to have a health credit for that. But anyway, he came to me and said, uh, Thompson, we were going through your stuff, and you don't have a health credit. You know what? You have told me this story before. And if, he, if you don't do it, we're, you're not going to be able to graduate. Man. So I had to go to Miss Gleason at the time and get a book, and she said, here's your stuff, 24 chapters worth yeah. of stuff. And I, I'm just <laughs> – Going through it, going through it, going through it. Did you ever drop one in college? Uh, I had to drop uh, Economics 102 because I was taking six classes that What that would time. that have been, micro or macro? Macro. Macro economics? Macro. See, I had an easier time with macro than I did micro. My, my economics professor at Auburn, I had the same guy. His name was Macy Fink. Y'all, if and I love I love Macy Fink, I really do. But if there was ever a frat guy that became a professor, it was Macy Fink. <laughs> the dude I'm always good with numbers always and had, partying. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> look him up on Twitter. Him and his wife. He, he and his wife <laughs> do nothing but talk about <laughs> partying. Their kids going to the ice cream parlor and drinking. Hmm. And it's like okay. That's what would happen if a frat guy was smart enough to earn his Ph.D. in economics and marry another sorority girl who was smart enough to earn her Ph.D. in economics, and they got married and had kids. Sounds like a regular Brett Kavanaugh there. It's, it's like they're party academics. Wait a minute. Did you just make a joke? I did. I did. <laughs> he just made a Brett Kavanaugh joke. I did. Did you ever think this, – this, this, this makes me think. Did you ever, in your wildest dreams, think that – you would be working on a project with Clint. How long ago no. did you graduate? Twenty no. years. Twenty years. Yeah, twenty years ago this year, right? Yeah. Twenty no. years ago in May. I, I shouldn't be here right now. <laughs> I got. I had to drop another class too because <laughs> I wore a hat in class. Oh, I had to drop that class. I, I had a, a sociology teacher that hated hats, and I challenged her to, with my dying breath. I challenged her, and I wore a hat in her class every day. And she told me to take it off. I said, ma'am, that's not in the handbook. I'm not going to. She said, what's my classroom? I said, well, the, your classroom is owned by Gadsden uh, State Community College, and I'm not taking my hat off. Yeah, I had to. Uh, yeah, it got really Wow, you were, intense. A, you were a grade A butthole. I, yeah. yeah. Wow. What well, should I? Should you not wear? Should I take it off? 
Okay. What, right now? Yeah. Now. No, I, what does it say? No, what no, does no, it no say the lights are fixed oh. a certain way right okay. now. So. so, if you look at his hat, can you look at the main angle there? Look, I don't even it, know well, where that is. It. it says Tennessee River Music Company. Yeah, there you go. There's your angle right there. So, Tennessee River Music Company. Who owns Tennessee River Music Company? Randy Owen. Okay. Now, everybody look at his shirt. Show off your shirt. All right. There's a microphone in the way. Name the members of the band Alabama. Right now? You want me what? to name them now? Yeah, can you name them now? Randy Owen, Jeff Cook, Cook. Teddy Gentry. Okay. Well, it used to be Mark Hearn. So, he was an employee. Well, yeah, he was in the first. He was on the first. That was a whole controversy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I never understood that because everybody said, "Well, Alabama's only a three-member band." No, nope, nope, you're wrong. They have four members, and apparently that guy was like just a city in or something. Oh, I don't they just was, called him just an drummer. employee of the band when they got rid of him. He was an employee of Alabama. He was the drummer, okay. right? And yeah. then they got rid of him, or they separated their. But now he's in the song Tar Top, is he not? Don't they make mention of him in the song Tar Top? I don't know if they do or not. I don't know if they might mention him or not. There's a song to it. where I think they, I don't know if they're necessarily throwing shade at him, but they do mention him. At some it wouldn't point. have been that song, because that, that happened after that song, all the stuff. They fronted him. I think they fronted him some money on that last tour, some merchandise money, and then they yeah. ended up probably not making as much as what they planned on making, and I think it ended up in a lawsuit sour, or something. Sour grape, yeah. yeah. But uh, at Gadsden State, I was wearing this, I had to take a class, where I just I checked out the tapes and watched them at home, and I just went to take the test. And the the guy that was teaching the class, he gave us the rules, like you know, no hats in class. But I was coming from practice, football practice from here, just going up there like once every two weeks just to take the test. And on the final exam, when he gave it to us, he put a question on there that true gentlemen, I think it was true or false, true gentlemen don't wear hats in class. <laughs> true or false. So... I just finished the test and left and dropped it. After. I, it was a, it was the final that I was taking that he put that question on, and so I just it was a class where we finished up early enough that I could drop it. So I just went ahead and dropped it. So you dropped That's it right. on the final? Yeah, it was. It oh we finished goodness. up early. I, that was the final I was taking that he put that question on. So I just I took it and just dropped it. I just thought of something. Hold on, y'all continue. Thirty-eight year old Clint would have would have had to come apart on that guy. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I, I, just, so. I don't. Yeah, I just, I just dropped it. It was, it was a situation where I could drop it because we, we finished up so early. Right. See, the one thing I always did at, at, in college was the what they call the mini-masters. So you did four days of class throughout the week, and then you get done half a semester early, basically. Mm-hmm. So I always did my, my mini-masters with my math and stuff. That way, because math's one of those things that if you don't stay in it all the time, you kind of forget about it. So we did the mini-masters, and that, that really helped out. But So I dropped two. That's the only two I ever – yeah, that, Remember that uh, economics class is the only one I ever dropped. Yeah. So I didn't drop those, but I didn't make good grades in them, though. Yeah. So you're so old that mm-hmm. you you could do the video courses. Yeah, we, I, we checked out tapes out of the library. See, VHS. I think, I, I think that had just gotten gotten done whenever I was in school, because you're talking 2003, 2004. I think they had just phased that out and was trying to get the online stuff, but yeah. it hadn't really gotten to where it is like now. So yeah, all I did was just go up there to take the test. That's all I was going up there for. So when you were when you were in school, what were you what were you going for? You were well, going I didn't know the first two years. See, I didn't so. either. I didn't either. And then like, I don't know. I just said I'm going to work. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the first two years. I, I kind of knew <sighs> what I was going to be going into, but mm-hmm. didn't really decide till I had to. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's kind of where a lot of people do. I mean, they go for their basics because you got to have so many of these basics beforehand. But 
at the same time, it's you kind of want to have an idea where you're going as well. Because if you don't, then you just feel like you're spinning your wheels. And I think that's probably what, what a lot of mine was. Where I left out of here, where I graduated, I actually was planning on going to school to be an ag teacher at one point. And then come back here and coach football. That was always my, my Yeah, my you should have. There. There's a shortage. Of ag teachers? Yeah. yeah. It took us forever. Yeah, find right. one this year. But th- what about your professional wrestling? I thought you were going to be a professional wrestler. Well, that was that, that. That was actually right before. <laughs> that was actually right before um, I decided I was going to do something with with ag teacher stuff. But and then that dream died. Professional wrestler. Yeah, Dad dream said died. no way. And I said, ag. I said okay. And then ag just like the more I thought about it, it's like man, I don't know if I, I. My my thinking was I don't know if I could swing both. I don't know if I could do the the ag teacher and the football coach. That's just an odd combination. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, there's been a few to do it. I've known, known a few. But yeah, we had uh, we had Mr. McHugh whenever I was here. Mr. McHugh was here oh, for a very long time. Okay. Yep. Sorry, I had to go. I had to go take care of the cow. <laughs> Aaron, I think you just made a your mom joke. I think you did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because of me or because of him? Yes. <laughs> Aaron, I love you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to crack that joke at your I, expense. I had Mr. Mac as well when Did I you? was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, now, he... <laughs> you you what, had Mr. What, Hill, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tommy Hill. What was your relationship like with Mr. Mac? Real good. I just saw yeah. him. Oh, really? Really? Yesterday. Yeah. I think I've seen him once since I graduated. And he was up still here at the school, and he was up at the football game doing Oh, we used to go on trips and stuff together. Really? Go to drag races. Really? He, yeah. Over to Atlanta. Well, and he he was kind of the, the lead head with taking a bunch of these kids over to oh, yeah. Talladega, too, for the for the uh, qualifying, right? Like on a Friday, they, they'd take a bus and go over? Yeah, they probably did that. And then he really, you know, he took them to the uh, ag convention and everything, too. That's a great Not trip little, for the kids. Yeah. Well, I was that playing ag. football and wasn't he, able to go. Hammy, Hammy raves about it. He still talks about it. Yeah, I think it's one of the best things they can do, that trip they take. Yeah. Like Indianapolis. Yeah. Up there. It's, I, lo- I, well, I think it was Louisville at the yeah, time. I would love to go on one of those. I know they have a good time. What's weird about that is that's like at the beginning of the school year, right? Uh, I don't know when during, it is. during football, like the last part of the football yeah. season. It's yeah. like it's that it's in the first semester, which is unusual well, for a trip like that. Right. Usually those things are kind of like second semester into the towards the latter half of the school year, but that's I'm gonna tell you guys. I think it's October. It is October. I think it's October. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. I don't. I don't know if I've ever told you this, and you may vaguely oh, no. remember this. I was a part of the forestry team here. And did not know that. I was the, I was the top scorer in the county for two years. No way. I, like, yeah. He's a renaissance man. Yeah. That's what we're finding out. <laughs> so you would judge trees. I would I would identify trees and, like, with pine trees and stuff, they would mark them off. So you had to. This is the most interesting episode we've ever done. <laughs> I would stare at trees and determine what kind that it was. Now, look, I'll walk off this thing again. You know me. I will. Okay. <laughs> no, we would have to uh, tell the distance. Yeah. In you know a given a given area. Yeah. And then we would have to identify trees. And the third part was you had to tell how many board feet are in like a pine tree. Yeah. So you how much up. you could get out of it. Right. So you had to go up to it and measure across, and then walk. I think mine was twenty three steps out, and then judge how tall the tree was. Mm-hmm. Where you gave enough for the stump room, enough for the treetop, yeah. and how many. I, did, I never did judge the trees or anything. I did, I did cows and pigs. Yeah, judge those. But that uh, <laughs> that that group that uh, went the last group that went up there to Indianapolis didn't they go to that Garth Brooks show? 
I think they did. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I get that, they get to go, do cool well, stuff. You he know. performed for them. The FFA paid for him to perform was, at the, the stadium. It was a stadium show yeah. up there. Yeah. yeah, and they just casually just go to Garth Brooks to a Garth Brooks concert at the FFA convention. I'd have loved to have went to that. Yeah, yeah so it's awesome. a pretty big deal. Yeah. Where are you at on Garth Brooks? You like Garth Brooks? I went to see him in Birmingham, but I mean, this, this last time he was here, a couple of years. No, ago? this would have been early. 90s, I guess, or late, I can't remember. So, mid 90s. Speaking of, like, I'm not going to say, I guess I could use the term celebrity. Yeah. Uh, Can I use the term celebrity? Uh, We want to introduce, and hopefully this guy comes on, comes in. Uh, Paul Hawk's trying to call me. Sorry, Paul. Absolutely. I'm a a little busy at the moment. But hopefully this (laughs) gentleman connects via Zoom uh, without any issue. We, we hope you're. I, I, I think we've got it set up correctly. Uh, the it's all it's all in Aaron's hands if it's not. So, fire, Aaron, Aaron, you're supposed to act like you know what you're doing. I don't. Well, <laughs> when when you can't when you can't get a job, just remember it's it, this it moment. It comes back to this moment. <laughs> hey, hey, we don't. They're not here. They're not here to hear you get off. <laughs> you just got kicked off the mic. So this gentleman that we're about to bring on, he's a he's a local celebrity. He's yeah, a local. It, he may be more regional. Actually. Well, yeah. I mean, you say his name, a lot of people are going to know him. And and I I think he's uh, I think he's getting connected in. Um, so uh, hopefully he can hear us now. Actually, it's kind of perfect timing that he's wow. connected in. It's like we knew this um, was happening. And and there he is, uh, Mr. James uh, Span. We were literally just introducing you. Welcome to the program, good sir. Talk or go home, everybody. This is uh, for those of you listening. We've got ABC 3340 Chief Meteorologist James Span with us. Uh, and for those of you watching, obviously you can see him right now. Thanks for joining us, good sir. It is an honor to be here. I tried to make my timing good on the entrance here, so it looks like it turn, worked turn out. Turn the volume up, Aaron. I don't, I don't think we can hear him. On the, on the speakers over there. On the speakers, Aaron. Oh, to on the, the speakers. Right. To, to the, the right. right. To the right. On the speakers. Hey, Aaron. The on the speakers. speakers over to the right. The literal speakers. Hey, the speakers to the right. There you go. Good, sir. <laughs> yeah, there we go. He's pointing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we wanted to quickly – I wanted to quickly say, by the way, that I don't know if you can – if you recognize this, uh, we – Unfortunately, all I can see is myself, which is horrifying. I can't see you guys. I can oh, see me, hey, but that's fine. He, he he sees what we're seeing right now. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and cut off the Zoom, Aaron, on the on the thing. Oh, my goodness. So, well, I was just – I was actually holding up your book, good sir, Weathering Life. Okay. And I read it uh, rather quickly, but I want to say really good read. You're a phenomenal writer. No, I, I'm really not. And I can see you guys now. I, I'm, I, I, you know, my deal, I'm a numbers guy. I, I have always been good with math. I, I've never done well in, in reading comprehension or writing, but, uh, you know, I just felt the need to kind of document where I've been, where I came from, because I want that to be an encouragement. There's a lot of people that have issues in life and they struggle when they're young. And, uh, and I wanted to document some of the, um, big weather events I've worked over the years. And I've been doing this for like a gazillion years. So that that's one of the reasons I wrote that. Well, I, I've got to say, I'm a little giddy right now. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, you're like a childhood, like I, it's like Santa Claus in a way. I don't know. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm just some old goober from, uh, uh, you know, for, from the uh, weather office here. Um, now, you know, I, I've been doing this for so long. It is kind of cool that people kind of associate with me. They just, you know, hey, that he's been in my house for 40 years. You know, right. he's just like part of the family. And, and I've tried to immerse myself in the culture of this state. That's the one thing I've tried to do since I started doing this. And, you know, I'm on the road every day speaking to schools typically this time of the year, although today was odd, but, but normally it's Alabama. Today I had a school in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania by Zoom. Oh, wow. I uh, spoke with the patients at Children's of Alabama and their families, which is always a great ministry. And then I spoke with a, a group of medical professionals today over here at the uh, Hyatt Regency in Hoover. But normally I'm I'm seeing third graders. Those are my people. They think I'm funny. <laughs> I remember vividly you coming to Asheville Middle School. I don't know. This is probably, I, I don't remember when. I'm 26 years old now, so whenever I was in the fifth grade. But I remember you coming and speaking to us and talking about, well, you know, it, you again, you mentioned it in your book, helmets, um, uh, hard sole shoes, and and the like. But I I remember all that information because you were so I don't know I just felt like you were on our level. Well, and thank so, you for li- thank you for listening. Most people sleep <laughs> when I'm speaking. That that's awesome. It, it, <laughs> well, and, and, it was and awesome. I have learned that that you know typically kids can lead the way when it comes to stuff like that. A lot of adults just don't get into it. But if the kids pester the parents long enough, they'll wind up getting helmets for everybody and hard sole shoes and air horns and the things we talk about often kids will uh will lead the way so thanks for listening that's awesome you, you guys have a nice studio there that's like awesome wow well, th- well thank you yeah this is actually <laughs> it, that's a huge compliment coming from you this is actually an Asheville high school we have a little program stuff we do here and uh so this is where home we of the home the of the bulldogs i like I, it hey. absolutely absolutely and all three of us are from Asheville including the guy over there. Uh, we're all from Asheville. And so we all know about your Asheville ties, even though our audience is sort of beyond Asheville, we wanted to kind of bring that up if that's all right with you and sort of talk about that a little bit. No, we can uh, talk about whatever you want this. I'm just a guest here. This is your show. I, I, <laughs> so uh, your, your mom taught here for, I'm not sure for how long, uh, for, for a couple of years. Uh, is that correct? Miss Carolyn? Yeah, and, and and all of our people are from Asheville. Uh, my grandfather, Curtis Adkins, who died right before I was born, uh, he was the probate judge in St. Clair County. My uncle, my mom's brother, was the mayor of Asheville, Joe Adkins, and Joe was the president okay. of Asheville Savings yes. Bank. Yes. A lot of old timers would remember. He, he sold to the Louder family back in the late 90s, yes. but yeah. yes. uh, the Asheville Savings Bank was part of our family for years and years, and Joe, Joe had expanded it into some of the adjacent counties, And um, but he was the mayor for a while, and mm-hmm. all my mom's people are from Asheville. So I have very vivid memories. And here's a little odd fact that a lot of people don't know. I actually attended elementary school in Asheville for three months when I was in second grade. Oh, wow. Um, and, and, you know, we, we had a situation in the family that was challenging. My father yeah. just left one night and my mama didn't know what to do. And, and the right thing to do is just to come home. So she came home to Asheville with me and uh, she enrolled me at Asheville Elementary School for a few months in uh, the fall of 1963 in second grade. And, and I, one of the most bizarre memories of that, and I don't even know why I was home, but uh, that was when Kennedy was assassinated, President John F. Kennedy. Uh, so I was actually in Asheville Elementary School at the time. But 
Uh, I have memories of that old school up on the hill up there. Uh, and then we moved back. I, we lived in Greenville, which is a small yeah. town in South Alabama, but we'd always come back to Asheville for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, you know, I have very fond memories of Asheville always have and always will. Well, and you know, the gentleman to my right, I think he's, he's probably on your left, but this is David Murphy. He was one of my high school teachers here. He and I both work here at Asheville high school now. And he, I think, now I, I think, taught both of these too. Yeah, he taught both both of us. Who, who was the biggest knucklehead here? Well, both of them were knuckleheads. I don't know why <laughs> I'm here. But, <laughs> yeah. Hey, one thing I do want to get in for, before we leave, uh, you mentioned Joe Atkins, and uh, he was your uncle. And then I went to school with his kids too. Uh, was in the same class with one of them, and another one yeah, was we, Wes, and, Wes and Brandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were we were good friends and did a lot of stuff together and hung out and went to Alabama games and. And things like that. So I know them. I knew them real well. I know them real well. Yeah, and, you know, Gay's doing okay. Uh, J- Joe's wife, Gay, is, is still doing fine, and she she stayed there. She lives in Asheville, and uh, um, I actually know, go to church my, with Gay. Really? Yes. Uh, yeah, and she's world. great. And, and and my mom passed away in in twenty eighteen, December of twenty eighteen. So we we greatly miss her. Uh, but you know, she taught school for a long time, and that's hard. Yes. Uh, I mean, that is tough. She taught high school English. And uh, when I moved away, and, and, and the deal with me, I'm, again, I'm from Greenville, which is a little town in rural South Alabama. Uh, my wife's, or my mom's husband and my father, uh, when he was with us, he worked at a lumber company down there. But uh, after a while, my mom had to move. Was, something had to change. We, we had no child support, no money, no hope. We were broke. And we would move to uh, Tuscaloosa because she needed to finish her college degree in education and get a job and support me. So she got a job teaching English in Tuscaloosa right out of college. And so we stayed, she stayed there until 1980, which was the, I left in 79 and her last year teaching was 1980 in Tuscaloosa. And then she moved to St. Clair County. She, she wanted to come to Asheville right away, but there weren't any openings. So she taught at Ragland for a year, Springville for a year. And then she finished out her career at Asheville high school. She was, she was here in the late eighties when I was in school and I, I okay. remember teaching, I remember teaching speech. I never did have her class, but I remember teaching speech yeah. in English. Yeah. What's funny. I never took any of her classes because I was a math guy and, and it, she yeah. was pr- pretty, you know, she was tough, but she was a great teacher, but she gave me the freedom to be me. And I will always be thankful for that because I, I, I could work those math problems, but I couldn't really understand what she was trying to teach. Yeah. What's a pronoun? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was high end Shakespeare and all this stuff. I'm just wow. some, you know, country Joe from Greenville, but she, she was so kind to let me develop my own path. And, and, and she was just great. And she, she'd reached a lot of people. When she died, so many of her former students sent me notes about how she changed their lives and impacted them in high school. And, and I think that was kind of cool too. Well, we actually work with an English teacher here that had Miss Span, and there's a picture, and we'll we'll send it to you. It's a, it's your mom with her entire class. I think from '95 or not '94, '95 somewhere in there when Holly was in high school here, Miss Smith, and she sent it to us knowing that we were going to interview you and wanted us to get that to you. But it's 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 your mom with her class, and it's awesome picture. It's it's a throwback for us anyway, because there's a lot of people I know that you know, and I know that I know, and I know that you know in that picture. And so it's really, really cool. But, uh, That's you know, awesome. speaking, speaking about, you know, you, you're just a, a guy from Greenville, a little country guy from Greenville. I found, and you mentioned it in the book, 
I found the YouTube video of the, I can't remember what channel it was on. Somebody, a news reporter came to interview your principal and you when you started the radio station in the attic of your high school. Is that correct? Yeah, that, that was totally an illegal operation. <laughs> he, he, he didn't know that. The principal had no idea, and he didn't know anything about it. He, they interviewed him, and he was just kind of mumbling through it. He, he didn't know much about what we were doing. But again, he was so kind to let us do that. We built it up in the projection booth that overlooked the big auditorium that they had. And uh, yeah, I, I had greasy hair down to my shoulders, and I talk, you talk about a redneck. I mean, it, it was the most vile South Alabama accent you will ever hear. I mean, yeah. I was a total greaser goober guy. Nick, uh, Nick talked about your accent. He, he said that, uh, okay, then sorry. Uh, he, he was actually saying, look at his, uh, listen to his accent, compare it to what it was to what it is now. So it was pretty funny. Yeah. And see, I want to know how long did it take you being on the radio? Cause you know, you started out in radio, then you kind of moved into TV. I think, you know, I think my notes say what, um, in 70 was it 78 that you first got on tv and you're good you're in really Tus good that's, that's Tuscaloosa. right yeah. he's thorough right. i'm i i wanted i wanted to make sure i was yeah because because you were on channel 33 then you went to wsfa <laughs> and then you came to birmingham at what point did that accent sort of work its way out and <laughs> it, it never goes away guys i mean listen <laughs> You guys are always going to talk like you're from Asheville. I'm always going to talk like I'm from Greenville. It, it, you have to just kind of mask it. You have to yeah, cover right. it. And uh, it, what, what happened uh, when I was in high school, after we built that radio station, I got a job offer from a local commercial real radio station in Tuscaloosa to work. And that changed my life. Uh, it, it was owned by a man named Burt Bank. He was an American war hero. He was in the Bataan Death March. And, uh, but he gave me that chance and I worked there for five years. I worked my way through high school and college at that radio station. And during that time, I would listen to those that I thought were really good and understand they had an amazing group of talent there because of the university of Alabama being in town. And that that's really helped me because I would listen to those air checks and listen to what I sounded like. And it was so bad. Why they even <laughs> hired me. I have no idea, you know, five, how you do it. Was just bad. <laughs> Um, but, but by the time I finished that five-year hitch at that radio station, a lot of it had kind of faded. It's always going to be there. And then you get into TV, and, again, you just kind of listen to people that are good. And I still do it today. I mean, goodness, I mean, it's, you got to work on it every single day. So every day I try and lose a little bit of that uh, South Alabama twang. Well, it really comes out with me anyway whenever I get mad or I get really, really excited. So I'm sure that's pretty Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't right. lost my accent <laughs> at all. <laughs> And, you know, it, it, is, it is who we are. It, it is who we are. And, you, you know, you have to be professional. That's true. But at the same time, you know, goodness, if you don't like me, it's the way God made me. I can't help it. So, I mean, that's right. that's a some problem, of it's always going to be there. And, and, as, and as I get older, I'm comfortable in my skin, if that makes any sense. I mean, <clears throat> I used to worry about not having any hair and, you know, sounded like some guy from Greenville. But it, at this phase of my life, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, you know, in your book, you talk a lot about, and I mean, it's, it's a huge recurring, I guess you could call it theme really about getting to know your audience and being at one with your audience. And that's why you mention a lot about going and visiting these schools and getting to know the people. And that's why you talk about how social science has kind of changed how you do weather. So you, you visit all these places across the state. We watched your weather, your weather cast. All right. I remember vividly watching you on April 27th, 2011 in Shoal Creek Valley, Alabama, as right before the power was cut off 
and you were the last person that me and my family saw and you helped save our life by the way uh so how how has visiting every single part of the state changed you because you talk about you being from greenville and you know you've got family here but how is being i mean you've literally been everywhere you've lived in montgomery you've lived in birmingham tuscaloosa greenville what what about those different parts of the state have changed you? How have you changed over the course of well, your life? Well, you, you can't do this job unless you understand the people and the culture and the geography. And the only way to understand the people is to immerse yourselves into their lives by going to schools and speaking to the Rotary Club and speaking to the senior adults at First Baptist Church and, and all this stuff. And if you do this for a long, long time like me, you, you'll get it. You'll understand people. Uh, and, and I tell the newer guys that work in these younger guys, heck, you might not have, you know, that many school visits or, or requests for you to speak, but go down to the stinking Dollar General. You, you want to you want to find out what real people are like that you're yeah. serving. Go to the Dollar General, go to the Walmart and talk with them. They'll talk with you that when I get these brilliant interns in here in the summer and they come from all over it. You know, recently, we've been shut down because of covid. But during normal times, I'll have students from Florida State, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Valparaiso. The first thing I do is take them to the Walmart in Adamsville, which to me represents <laughs> the best cross-section yeah. people we serve. And if you can't communicate with those people in that Walmart, then you have no hope on, on television or media. And, you know, we, we just have to reconnect with the people that we serve. And that's a really, really, really important part of this. You have to have a servant's heart. Everything, we, we're, we're just servants. That's all we are. And especially during times of severe weather. And by immersing yourself with the people, traveling to these places. It's a win, 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 win for everybody. In fact, goodness, uh, knowing the territories have to battle. Nobody understands maps anymore. People can't read maps. And right. you say there's a tornado, you know, 14 miles Southwest of Clanton. Nobody knows what that means, but if you say that thing's near Jim's pit barbecue, everybody knows what it means. And that's another big help. Jim's pit barbecue, your favorite barbecue joint, right? That's where you. Oh man. Oh, good. Mr. Jim had that place. And this is a little, when it, when it opened, it was a little shack on us 82. This is the road between Tuscaloosa and Montgomery. And I drive that thing all the time. Cause I was in school. I was working in Montgomery and it was unbelievable how good it was. I, I was blown away. I get woozy thinking about it. And uh, Mr. Jim has since passed away, but his daughter Jeanette has it and they've expanded it. And yeah, that, that, and, and uh, look, there's so many good barbecue joints here and that's a very touchy personal subject. People get all, <laughs> they, they get all mad about barbecue. It's like football and politics. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for, for me, Jim's is uh, ranks number one. In fact, there, if I ever have a minute, if it's a Saturday or something, and if I got a little time, I'll just drive down there to get some barbecue and clear my head. It, it's a great little drive in the country. What, uh, Speaking of, you know, you referencing just almost obscure places, what in your recollection is the like most obscure location you've ever referenced during during a broadcast? You know, there's always, you know, Green Top Barbecue or, um, you know, the booby trap. That's always that's always a fun one. Yeah, that that, that one got the most attention. And look, look he, See, you guys, you're a bunch of city slickers from St. Clair County. But if you're, from, <laughs> County, if, if you're yeah. from Walker County, if you, if you live in Dora, Summerton, Bagley, Sayre, uh, Corner, everybody knows where Wesley's is. Oh, yeah. You, I, know I, 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 I don't even yeah. think about it. I mean, I don't even think twice about it because I know that everybody knows where that thing is. So you and everybody said, ooh, you called out a strip joint on the air. <laughs> Well, you know, so what? I mean, it's like 
and, and I called out the Sportsman, which used to be this gas station out there, not too far from Wesley's in the Green Top. And uh, the, the Dave Baird, Dave, Dave is from Jasper. He'd always tell the story when he was in high school, they'd sell beer to high school kids behind the Sportsman. So everybody <laughs> knew who the Sportsman was. But you you have to make use of those landmarks. And, and oh, yeah, people yeah. get mad or something. I, I, I don't. I just, I don't care. I, um, you know, the, 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 10 man on Jim bird's farm, y'all ever seen the 10 man on Jim bird's farm? Uh, it, it's on us 43 between Forkland and, and Demopolis. And again, yes. it's just this obscure yes. reference that nobody cares about, but he would make these big hay figures. Yeah. And that 10 man is oh, everybody knows. Yeah. The I, know exa- man. Yeah. I know exactly where. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I know exactly where you're talking you, about. You that. know, the, come on, you know it. I mean, uh, in, in, for everybody in Forkland or Demopolis, they all know that. And uh, so you just have to make use of those landmarks, which is what I'd like to do. And again, my, my job is to mitigate loss of life. That's it. I was born to stand in front of a green wall when there are tornadoes flying around here. And uh, I'm not the best communicator. I, you know, I'm a very ordinary person, but you have to be effective. And, I, and I'll say this, what, what happened after April 27th is that we just learned we're not good enough. We're, we're not as good as we think we are. The, the physical sciences enough are not alone, which is what I do. And so these brilliant men and women that are in social science that understand human behavior, they've helped us to be better at messaging people during severe weather and getting people ready. And I think we're so much better now than we were during the 2011 uh, tornado outbreak. We're so much better. Perfect? No. We'll never be perfect, but right. we, we've made a lot of improvements. And I think you, you see some good examples like the Jacksonville tornado that came through there, Jacksonville, College Town. Uh, nobody died. Uh, we had a tornado in Shelby County, right, just right below the TV station here, March 25th of last year. You know, nobody died. So uh, the, the biggest challenge we got now is mobile homes. Uh, we had loss of life in Ohatchee last year on March 25th. That was mobile home related. We had one in Lee County in 2019. That was mobile home related. And we've got to come up with a better product for people in manufactured housing in terms of getting out and getting into a shelter. It needs to be something between a watch and a warning. And we're trying to figure out what that is. Well, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm surprised he hadn't brought it, brought this up yet. So David, how, how old are you? I'm 51. And I, I got, I got a, I've got well, underwear older than you. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got a memory. I don't really have a question. There may be a question at the end, but I've got a memory or a, or something I was hoping you could corroborate on when uh, when I was in fifth grade in Asheville Middle School, you come and spoke to the seventh grade. Now I didn't get to hear you speak. I think these two have both both got to hear you speak in school, but I didn't get to hear you speak because you were speaking to the seventh grade. Uh, but this was this has been over at the old Reuben Yancey. It's uh, Reuben Yancey Alternative School. But you didn't speak yeah, to the fifth the grade. Hill. But we we were allowed to go to the window and uh, watch you leave. And uh, you left. I just it, <laughs> you left. And uh, this is in eighty one, eighty two. When you left. I believe it was a gold colored or brown 280ZX. Was that Man, you? Do good. I have that right? You are good. Goodness <laughs> gracious, you're I'm good. 50, I'm 51. <laughs> this this man is got a photographic memory. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I, right? I had a a brown Datsun 280Z yep, with T tops. Yep. And uh, that that was my hipster car back when I was a hipster. I, I got married in '81, and of course you start to morph into a dad you know, uh, husband, you know, more practical thing, but that, that was my last hipster car was a Datsun 280ZX. That that event, that scarred me for life too. I (laughs) I was, I wasn't able to become a meteorologist after that. I I never got to hear you speak. I'm done. (laughs)
That's awesome. That's too good. So you've been visiting, you know, like you said, it's, it's kind of, it's your destiny to stand in front of a green wall and talk to people and go out and visit these kids. But I mean, you're a meme, you know, and I mean that in a good way, the picture of you on the, on the cover of this book right here. Okay. I cannot tell you how many different memes of you I've seen on the internet about weather. And it got to the point to where when I was at Auburn, I went to Auburn University and there was obviously people from out of state there. And during any significant weather event, you know, I would post on social media or friends of mine that were also from the Birmingham market, they would post this picture of you and some little, you know, obvious description or whatever to make the meme. And finally, one day I'm sitting in class and I have a friend of mine that would that I had that knew me from social media and from class and da 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 da. And they saw it and said, Who's that? Who's that guy? And I looked at him like they just like <laughs> questioned, you know, whether the sun was real. And I said, That's James Spann. You don't know James Spann. But I do kind of think we take for granted yeah. how present you are in our, I hate to say it like this, but almost subconscious because I don't know how you do it. You, you, you have the podcast, right? You, you wrote this book. You're on TV every day. You have the blog. Um, you do, Bubba. yeah, Rick and Bubba. I mean, and countless. I, other I do, shows. I do, I do twenty four radio stations around the country in addition to Rick and Bubba. And now and, the Talker uh, Go Home podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and understand, guys. You know, half the battle now it's the social media. You know, the face bag and the tweeter and the gram and the TikTok <laughs> and all this stuff. Yeah. It, you know, the, the, the questions come in so fast and so furious that wanting a personal answer. And I'm honored that they came to me. I really am. And I'll answer you. I mean, I, I, unless there's a snowstorm or something where there's such a high impact event, I just can't. But, you know, you've got to deal with that. But it's a joy. I mean, I, I've not slept since 1973, but that's <laughs> fine. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I mean, they pay me to do something that I love. And I think everybody should live their life like that. I've lived a dream where I've had a chance to do what I love since I was little and uh, the, the lack of sleep and the bad hours, I don't, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's I, Hey, I'm all in. And I feel, what's weird guys. I feel better now than I felt when I was 30 and I'm 65. I mean, you know, now, now that I've said that I'm going to drop dead when I walk into the studio. In here. <laughs> Please, Please don't, don't. <laughs> but, Please but don't. I, it's just like uh, th there's a gym across the street here and they've really changed things that I started going over there six years ago and they really helped with nutrition and, I'm doing burpees and box jumps and wall balls and sprints and sled pushes and stuff that, you know, I, I don't even know if I could do when I was 30. So they have really helped and I'm very energized and I'm just, I'm just getting started. I mean, it's, I'm let's yeah. go. I mean, uh, so I, it's a joy to get up every day and do this stuff. So before we go on, you're a busy man and I'm, we know you've got to go. And yeah, I got to go ahead and say the six o'clock news starts now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome that he just said that. Yeah. Um, but I want to go first off, if you're ever coming through Asheville and you need a place to work out, our field house is always <laughs> open and ready for you. But real quick, I want to mention this song and I want you to tell, tell me what it means to you. Um, Jessica by the Almond Brothers. Oh, man, that was the first one I ever played on WTBC, 6 o'clock on a Sunday night, that 6 to midnight shift. It was pure magic. It was the most magical experience of my career. And I played the long version because I was scared to death and nervous. This was a 250-watt AM radio station in Tuscaloosa, but everybody my age was listening. And that was uh, a night I, I've done. I, I've filled in for the CBS Morning News. I've done so many things, but nothing will ever beat that night. That was the first song I ever played on the rock and roll radio. That's awesome that you know that. 
Um, well, I, I, like I said, I mean, this book is when I tell you I read it, it just I couldn't put it down. I really couldn't because it's it's the life of a man who's been in my life for well, I'm 26 year 26 years old, so 26 years. So, um, you know, I mean, it's just just thank you for sharing sharing quote unquote the gospel, so to speak, and and keeping us all safe. Like I said, you know, guys, you, t- you tell your baseball coach I only be a guest third base coach out there for an exhibition game next year look it's too late now look he he would take you up on that at harvey i know he would absolutely i know he would all right guys i gotta run do the six o'clock news thank y'all for having me on and and somebody sent me a cake in here thanks guys that's awesome (laughs) fuzzy my heart is warm thanks guys we appreciate everybody all right, guys. So well, that, was James that, was James James <laughs> <laughs> that was James Spann. That was James Spann. How does that feel, Murph? That went all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, we got to decompress. So we got to we got to decompress from so that. So you talked about memes, and one thing I do want to ask him: Did you hear his his stuff the other night? Whenever uh, somebody had sent a picture of a trampoline all just tattered and torn. Yes. And he said that state bird during tornado season is a trampoline. That's great. I wanted how to say come, that. How does he come up with that? I don't know, because he's actually said on, on air before a cow peeing on a flat. I said, it's yeah. come down hard like a cow peeing on well, a flat. Well, you got top. Wesley's booby trap in there. That's <laughs> I was thinking green top barbecue. I was fixing yeah, to say green something about green right top. Green top right there. Yeah. And Wesley, yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. So, like, okay. First off, I know. That was – and here's the crazy thing is <laughs> – we got to end know, this I, podcast. I, like, it's going to be just... But but look, the thing is, is that none of us talked to him before that interview. No. Well, like, I emailed him. You talked to him well, on Twitter. I talked to him on Twitter, and it's like, hey, let's get James Spann on. Yeah. You're like, hey, he wouldn't come. And I said, well, what's the worst he can say is no. Yeah. And you're like, okay. So I sent him a, a, a direct message on Twitter, and... He answered. He freaking answered. He answered. He answered. And I, and I appreciate that. He he may not ever listen to this. We'll send him the episode whenever it's done up. But I'm so glad he mentioned the cake, by the way. Yeah. Because I almost <laughs> forgot about it. I, I did, too. I forgot to ask him about the cake. We got we got him a cake because, you know. That's, that, that's what that's, he does when he goes to school. Yeah, they always give him a cake. Give him a cake. Well, and so, that was one of the things I, I was think, thinking about asking him was, I mean, how many cakes does he think he's got? Because everybody gives him cake. Like, on his birthday, does he just hate the thought of cake <laughs> yeah. on his birthday? I want a pie instead. <laughs> and, like, what like what would be the best thing anybody's ever given that he really remembers, you know, besides a cake? Like a gift somebody yeah. gave him a school or an organization. Yeah. They, what's he do with all that stuff they give him? One? Well, I know the, the video of when, when he came during my third grade class. Like, they walked, in, walked into the studio with a cake, and everybody attacked the cake. And yeah. whenever yeah. it went – Live on air, the cake was half gone. And he's, yeah, I just, I just thought that'd be pretty so, funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It'd be funny if he would have had it on air. He's like, hey, that, I wish he had kind of showed it because yeah. it's it said the cake said to James Span, Talker Go Home's number one fan. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you, I, like, we probably should have worded that a little different because Aiden's gonna be mad. Once he that's that. true. Yeah. That's true. So. That's true. But Aiden, it was done in jest. It was, yeah, it was brother. A, we that know. Was a joke. Yeah, because he doesn't because he man. doesn't know who we are. He still doesn't know who we are. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, think about that. He just did an interview with three guys he's never met before. Yeah, all he knows, all, all he's going to take away from that podcast is Asheville. Exactly, exactly. And hopefully, it was a good impression. Hopefully. Yeah. By the way, guys, I cannot recommend y'all buy his book enough. Weathering Life by James Spann. Like, yeah, I'm going to recommend really, that. It's really. <laughs> <laughs> No, go ahead. No, it's, no, I'm it's, not. It's really, really good. <laughs> I, I, it's okay. There we go. It's okay. I brought well, the book. I don't know. But you read it. I, uh. 
<laughs> Stop switching the cameras. Okay, yeah. Okay. There, there it is. Right, there Don't put go. it on me. So, um, Weathering Life by James Spann. Seriously, it's only, let's see, it's. It's very short. There's no numbers on the pages, but it's not, it's not, <laughs> seriously, I mean, it's a really easy, it's an easy read, but it's an intriguing read, and one thing that we didn't have time to go into, because l- we literally only had 30 minutes with him. Yeah, we were hoping to get him in the studio, but just, just obviously he's so busy. Well, he yeah. wants to come out here. It was, yeah. Baseball yeah. Game. yeah, hey, it, it was, it was a swing and a you home know, run, that's all I'm going to say, we, we, we got it. Yeah, we got it. And matters. I wanted to ask him about what uh, WO4W meant to him because that's his ham radio call sign. We didn't even get to talk to him about ham radio. Watch out for weather. Watch out. That's what people have said that it means, watch out for weather. Huh. So when they're referencing him on ham radio, his ham radio buddies say, oh, yeah, that's watch out for weather. So if you're ever – you ham radio people. All four if, of you. If you <laughs> – Four of the 12 that listen you to just, us. You just – Made the entire ham radio population that listens to this podcast extremely angry at us. The, okay, at me, at you. S- send your complaints we to get Clint Thompson. Ham radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah, send your complaints to Clint Thompson. Care of Talker Go Home. I'm sorry. I'm I got not, a CB. Might as well. Get I'm, just, I'm just saying that just it's not a a big huge thing like it used to be. No, but it's still important. I didn't it realize is. how important it was until like like he Short he talked radio. about it in his in his. Yeah, when everything book. else is gone, that'll yeah. be there. Yeah, ham radio is like the the it's the backup of backup of backups for communication right. if something goes wrong in the United States. Because I mean, I don't want to say simple, but it is for the most part from a technological standpoint fairly simple. Yeah. That, that you know, and you can communicate like long, right. di- you know, especially at night, you can hear people on the other side of the world. Well, I remember uh, uh, Bubba Bussy, you know, he had a ham radio for a long time, and he contacted NASA at one point. That's crazy. He contacted the space shuttle or the space station. That is crazy. And he's like, you know, called him out. Like, he's got a recording of it. He's played it on air on the Rick and Bubba show. Really? Yeah. He just had a casual conversation he with just said, astronauts? Hey, this is, you know, whatever a call sign is. He said, go ahead. He said, tell everybody that Rick and Bubba says hello. He says, okay. Then he logged out, and that was it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, so. man. But that was that was a – Thanks, man! I know. I didn't – did you get nervous, David? I mean, he's on a TV screen. He's not. He's not in studio. I know, but I still got really nervous. So you got more nervous with James Spann than you did Gene Chizik. I did, and I, you just were at least around Gene Chizik. I got more nervous for that interview there than I did for the Sid Bream interview. Than I did for you know the first time I met Coach Malzahn, the first time I met Cam Newton. I mean, I don't know. Like, My you name's think Nick, about, and I'm a name dropper. I'm sorry. You, you got, but you got to you got to think. This guy has been around. All of my life. All of my life. On mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just around. He's been all. Yeah, as long as I can remember. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. he he's he is the first TV quote-unquote star that I ever came yeah. in contact with. Yeah. Whose face I actually got to sure. see. And the fact that, you know, he, his family, his mother's family is from here and from his mom here. taught here. Yeah. That's crazy. By the way, we've gotten more fans in Germany. Fun fact, I saw that today. I was looking at our demographics. Guys, Netflix. if you're from Germany, hit us up, please. Seriously, message us on Twitter please. at Talk or Hey, go. we have apparently we can do Zoom now, so let's let's throw on a five minute segment to talk to people from Germany. I mean what we can get you on. We can interview you. I don't know if I can understand you though. And I don't know if you can understand us or David for that matter, but Yeah, you, nobody can the understand com- the comment about the the accent that you did that was great. Yeah. That was awesome. That was that was great. Um, somebody's calling you. No. Right. Do you want to answer it on air? No, it's from Florida. Oh, no. I owe money. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you want to get into recommendations? 
I don't know. I feel like I need to just I, like I'm coming down right now. I know now. I am too. Aaron, I mean, are you okay over there? Were you nervous? Extremely. Really? And he didn't know well, you existed. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because Aaron was messing up yeah. everything. We said speaker. <laughs> speaker. Speaker. Yeah, he did. Yeah, look, buddy. Look, buddy. The first time Nick, the first time we ever took took uh, dog talk on the road for the Ospies. Oh gosh. That was that was that was eye-opening. that was a dumpster oh, fire. Gosh. I need to hear that. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you off air. Nobody here wants to hear that, but yeah. Ugh, wow. Anywho. Yeah. So, what's your recommendation? Um, not Florida's um toll <laughs> road there where they take a picture of your. Uh, Vehicle. I got a bill in the mail the other day. Are you serious? Oh, wait, wow. wait, I haven't wait. even been to Florida <laughs> for going going through a toll. They, they sent it to me. It's not my vehicle. They took a picture of the vehicle. It's you owe us money. Well, yeah, I owe them money, but I hadn't been to Florida. It's not my vehicle. It is my tag number, so I've been trying to get that straightened out. Wow, really? Like they took a picture. It's not my vehicle in the picture, but they sent me the bill to my address. To your name? Yeah, With your my address, name, but address. it's not your car. No, it's not my car. They took a picture of. It's uh, it, but it's my tag number that's on one of my vehicles, right now. But is it an, is it a Florida tag or an Alabama tag? I, well, they say it's an Alabama tag, so I've been trying to get that straight. Now. So do somebody's running duplicate of, tags. Say, do they have a picture? Well, I of went the tag? to probate office today, and they said that could happen. Like like mine's a farm tag, and like there could just be like a regular tag that has that same number too. They said that could happen. So if I get another bill from them, and I've called Florida that. Pass or whatever it is. I call them, talk to them. They're supposed to be investigating everything. But if it happens again, if I get another one, I just have to get another tag. Wow. wow. So, so what do you, what's your recommendation again? Don't uh, go well, through a toll road. Yeah, don't go to Florida. No, I've been watching everything that's been going on with Ukraine and uh, Russia and everything. I saw Chernobyl on a map the other yeah. day, and it rem- reminded me of that miniseries that's on HBO. That oh Chernobyl. That was really okay. good. Okay, I recommend that. Can watch that if you haven't seen it. Can Can we talk about that for a second? Because I really want to go back and watch that. That, that would be a really good review. It would. Now, when you first saw it, how good? Like as you were watching it, did you sit there and say to yourself, "Wow, this is this is really good," or did you kind of have to think about it? Well, I I remember it happening. It was eighty six, right? Mm-hmm. I remember all that happening. You know, pretty and. Um, but I learned a lot from it. It was really good. I thought it was about five episodes. And and what was the question now? What'd you ask me? Did, did you really? Did you realize? <laughs> yeah, I realized what? Sorry, I'm having an Aaron moment here. Did you realize? <laughs> did you realize it was that good as you were watching it, or did it have to end and you think about it for you to realize no, it how was, good it was? No, it was. I couldn't wait for the next one. It yeah. was really good as I was watching, and you know, I learned a lot. Yeah, I, I, I learned a lot too whenever I watched it because it I was did too, because yeah. you you don't understand how much the state media withheld during the time. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's, it's nothing. It's it, not a big deal. It's just so amazing. Like it's so yeah. hot that you could see it for miles away, you know, and the radiation levels, you know, were spiking uh, Geiger counters and stuff in Sweden. Well, it yeah. blew up, and the the firemen just went there with nothing on. Well, they didn't know. Just, Yeah, they had no idea. They didn't know how. That's crazy. All that graphite and stuff. And, then and what the happened? Worst thing they could have done. Yeah. yeah. And what happened to those people, those radiation burns that they got? Oh, what like, just burns? They just melted. Like, guys, People that are listening or watching, you have no idea how good. The, and what's what's even more amazing about this miniseries is it was written by one guy. Well, he yeah. wrote the whole series, and it was directed by one guy. And, and and two, you know, they I don't want to say creative liberties, like so they they made this scientist that kind of was the the one that kind of figured it's, it all. It's actually a group. It was an amalgamation. Yeah, 
represents the group of scientists that figured it all out. When you say they didn't know, are you talking about they didn't know, they didn't know what, what, what radiation, radiation would was. do? Yes. Or they didn't you can't know. smell it, you can't see it, you can't taste it. And those firemen obviously weren't trained in how to handle a radiation chemical situation like right. that. Well, I'm just thinking fire explosion. At a, yeah. I'm going the other way. I'm not going, going in there. I, I've, got some stor- I've got some stories, if, if you've got time. <laughs> Yeah, probably so. Yeah, <laughs> I've got some stories when you when we, off off air when we got time, and I'll it'll blow your mind. It really will. But basically, you're talking about the, the fireman, you know, and and it's very it's not very graphic. It's just very kind of detailed, I guess, about what happens to these firemen and stuff. Like one of them had a pregnant wife, and the wife yeah. just wouldn't leave. Yeah, and she she wasn't harmed by being in his presence because he's absorbed all this radiation, but it. You know, it, it, she had a miscarriage because yeah. of it. And I don't know if she ever had any babies after that, to be honest with you. It said it at the end of that episode. Didn't it talk about her? I know she her miscarried. Life. I don't know. I, I can't it's, remember. It's, it's been a while me. since I've watched that yeah, it'd be series. worth going back. Oh, absolutely. Watching again because it was, what's that, three years ago? Probably three, four yeah. years ago. There's a great podcast called the Chernobyl Podcast. I showed it to Aaron the other day. It, it's based off of that. Well, the guy, the guy that did Have it. you started listening to it, Aaron? I have. It's very good. Is that your recommendation? <laughs> okay, sure. I, I really liked the movie too. I've, I've started watching it again, but like the practical effects and everything that they did in the movie, the accuracy—like when you go back and watch documentaries on the oh yeah, the, the accuracy of, of the accuracy of the amounts of radiation and what yeah. it'll do to you and stuff. I've what, got a background in some of this stuff, that's why I know about it. It's but very horrifying. Very. But the the best way to describe those firefighters is, you know, when you chew gum and you chew it too long, it's yeah. kind of soft. That's what happened to them. Yeah. Like, just their cells broke down to a point. They just, they become mush. And it it's interesting because the scene, and, and I think it's in the trailer for the show, but there's a scene where it's that truck coming through with that. All the um, lead on it. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's spraying the... Um, the mm-hmm. radiation, whatever it's supposed to dampen, and you've got those guys in those chemical suits, and they're spraying too. And then that there's a there's a a voice over a giant bullhorn in the background that's talking in Russian, and just that scene, that little B-roll piece of footage, does so much to set, set the stage up. for how I how I in my mind before I saw the show thought it would have been like total. Total late era Soviet vibe, and, and I and I really in, like I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And it's it. funny you mentioned that because the other day at work, you know, just kind of killing time. I was on YouTube thirty minutes before we go home, kind of done but not done. And I got lost in some of the Chernobyl stuff and some of the Fukushima stuff, mm-hmm. you know, Nagasaki, um, Hiroshima, that kind of stuff. And just wow. Anytime we get lost at work, toothpicks end up on my drop ceiling. They're everywhere. Where are they coming from? Okay, so in your class (laughs) too? Yeah. Okay, so some. Okay, so that means. What does that mean? I don't know. They're up. They. I guess they just sit there and just toss them up at the ceiling. See if they get. Aaron, do you know anything about this? (laughs) I have no idea. What are y'all talking? about? Okay, never mind. You're useless. Are they in the the lunchroom? Or I don't know where they're getting. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody's bringing them. We've we've told you to go away. See, the crazy thing is, is we can't cut his mic. He's in charge of the mic. I know. Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, they're stuck in my drop ceiling. i got to go up there after this. That could have been in somebody's and, mouth more than likely. Probably. Yeah. And, and gotta, i got to go get them off the ceiling. Yeah, I know. It's insane. But um, so, my, so that's your recommendation. And Larry Bird. I recommend Larry okay. Bird, too. He was amazing. You just recommend people go 
touch him or what? Look stuff up on YouTube. Oh, yeah. on YouTube? Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Pistol Pete Maravich was another one. And he's he's amazing to watch. When you talk about and to wow. think, Pistol Pete was before. before he three. died before the three point line came into effect. I think. Yeah. I he think. Did. He did. I mean, and just the amount of points he was, and the amount of stats he was able to rack up was just yeah, amazing. Crazy. Yeah, the things he were he was doing at the time were really groundbreaking. For yeah. Me. Like just what we take for granted. Both now, when he was at LSU and the Jazz. Yeah. Just just going between you know dribbling between your legs like that yeah. just broke people's ankles at that time. I mean, and that's crazy to think about. You know, and they're, now they're traveling when they dribble. So, you know, whatever. Any <laughs> <laughs> recommendation? My, my recommendation is Major League Baseball. <laughs> Are you serious? No, there's a okay, strike. Good. Okay, good. I was is there a strike? I don't, yes. I don't care about baseball. Yeah, I don't I, either. I don't I've been, either, but, I've been boycotting but there are people that are just up in arms about this whole strike. And I, I can't say that I blame them. I mean, it's a bunch of greedy owners, but it's a bunch oh, of Oh, so greedy. there is a strike, right? Yeah. Now, Major League Baseball. Yeah, they've already canceled opening day. Huh. As, nah, as huh. of the recording of this podcast. Well, I wouldn't plan on watching it anyway. I wouldn't either. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, what it's going to do, I mean, people are going to go elsewhere to get their entertainment. And the um, the uh, it's going to hurt the sport in the long run. The double A, the double A players aren't. You know, like your Barons and and your uh, the Savannah Bananas. Yeah, the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> Montgomery Biscuits. <laughs> Are they gonna play? The Biscuits gonna play? The Mobile, yeah, yeah. The Mobile Bay Bears. Yeah. Uh, no, they're not there. Anymore. Should be. Oh, are they not? No. That's, no. That's the uh, Trash Pandas now. The Mobile Bay Bears moved to Huntsville and renamed themselves the Trash I Pandas. So. I thought those. I thought the Trash Pandas were new. No. No. It was really? a location, Yeah. Re- I, did I think not it was. That. I think it's the Bay Bears. Okay, that makes sense because the Pens- Pensacola has the Wahoos. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Columbus got the Mudcats. The Mudcats right across the and uh, river. Jackson yeah. has the Braves. Chattahoochee, right? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Chattahoochee. Way down yonder on Chattahoochee, right? Are you, there's it gets hotter than Mudcats Stadium right there going oh, across the Chattahoochee. Well, look at that. <laughs> Why? It's in every. You can listen to it on the radio right now. Okay. I don't even know what that means. Well, I, I don't even know you, what that but is. We can't say it on the radio. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, my recommendation, so I actually, I, I should start doing what David does and writing these things down because I've actually honestly forgotten about what I really wanted to say Yeah, and I'm going to have to go somewhere you else give you, it. you may give you, I no, got no, 32 no. of them. No, 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 we're good. You actually 30. gave us two. So it's gone up. Use them all. He I'm had 20. 32. Now he's got Can I just read them all? No, all right, save right. them, please. Just, just, save, just them. save them. Go ahead. Just say when yeah, you decide that, hey, I'm done with the podcast, we'll know you're done when you read all 47 at that time. I added five today. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, I have a lot to say. My, my, my recommendation is going to be a video game. Surprise, surprise. Um, it is a PlayStation game called um, Ghost of Tsushima. Where yeah, so I, I like the story. Never played the game, but I love the story. Um, you are it's part of Imperial Japan when the Mongols come and invade, and basically they're kicking your butt, and they've killed all the people that you love, and you take up a sword and go do work. I mean that that's that's it in a nutshell. That really spoiling anything, but uh, it's really good. Got a really great story. Graphics are amazing. Gameplay is amazing. I know there's not a lot of gamers probably that listen to this, yeah. but if you get a chance, check it out. Just just go look at the opening scene on YouTube. It's really good. It's really yeah. The, really the, just good. the his, to me the story and the history is is just so good. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. wait to watch y'all play it. I guess oh, I'm while y'all play playing, it, I guess I'll go outside and throw a football to myself, <laughs> like I used to. I'm not gonna play it. I'll throw the football with you, but. Uh, <laughs> Michael Irvin, touchdown! Shout out to DeAsia 
for delivering our cake to James Spann. Oh, um, is there a, is there a number? There's that a we picture. Can call her. Uh, there, there is. We no. Oh crap! Because we could chat with her, but it was before she delivered the thing, so I can't. No, I can't oh. reach her. But shout out to you. Um, our order from Publix was delivered at 4:37 p.m. to ABC 3340 Studios in Hoover. So, yes, we got. If you what kind that, of cake, we got cake was it? It was a birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I said, hey, hold on, hold on. It was a Publix Bakery yeah. quarter sheet buttercream iced super fetty Ooh. cake with birthday colorful birthday balloons yeah. that read just, to James Spann. Talker Go Home's yeah. number one fan. You just don't know what I was going through trying to get a cake over there. <laughs> Walmart, Publix, I couldn't get it figured out. And then he figured it out. He five, figured it all five, out. Five, well, what, five just, seconds with an let's hour. Just, let's okay. just send a birthday cake. Well, he called, There's nothing wrong with He that. called the Publix, and they're like, yeah, just Instacart it. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. Just download the app. And he's like, what's Instacart? <laughs> so, so. I tell you what, Carrie, Carrie has gone back and watched like some of the TikToks and the shorts that are on Facebook. Yeah. Where, yeah. where you do the hidden camera before we started doing TikToks. Yeah. Where you did the hidden camera where Murphy's showing Hulk how to, yeah. how to download yeah. a podcast. Wait till you see the one today in the bathroom. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Wait, it's what? great. Yeah. Yeah. I just spit everywhere. Sorry. We did one. We you didn't do one. stop filming me all the time. We, what? Hey, I'm sorry. That, um, you're trying to be funny again. You should have. We, we tell yeah. you not to. Just, just but stop. anyway, no, there was an incident in the bathroom that will come out on TikTok and Facebook and Twitter at a later date. Well, yeah, I was on the phone with a girl at Publix. I had one order, the whole thing, and they told me they couldn't do it. Like, now you got to use Instacart. Cake. And then, yeah, I was on the phone with her, Instacart. Where's the half sheet? I couldn't find it. Nothing. Hey, How what's your favorite this? cake? Like, if you, had to, if you had to choose. Just real quick. It's not carrot cake. You know, Sorry, I, Mickey I, Farmer. I like carrot cake. It's not my favorite, though. I ate some uh, not too long ago. Carrot cake. I, I, I like just regular pound cake. Yeah. I, yeah. Either pound cake or Edgar's strawberry cake. I think, honestly, my favorite is just a yellow sheet cake with chocolate icing and a big cold glass of milk, man. That's what makes it for me. Don't poke <laughs> me. I will not go. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what was your rec- oh. oh, the game. The game. Yeah, I hadn't made my recommendation yet. Um, my recommendation is Instacart. Public Instacart. I knew it's that Instacart. Uh, it li- like, it's awesome. Now, we live in Asheville, so it's not available in our area. But if you live in an area where it is available, as in anywhere near civilization, highly recommend it. It's And whether you want to order from it or work for it, it's really easy. It's really cool from what I've from what I've learned. Carrie's used it on her way from home because we have a Publix that's fairly close to us, but they won't come all the way out to us. Um, and, you know, she can pull in a parking lot and they'll bring it out. So they yeah. offer that service as well. So if they can't deliver it to you, you can, you know, at least just pull up, up yeah. and they, was, they put in for it. I was just trying to talk the girl into just driving it over there that was taking my oil. <laughs> can't you just drive it over there? It's I'll, just pay, I'll, I'll pay 20 extra dollars. Just, just, just round it Literally, up. It's, that Publix is only four miles from their studio. It's the car. I can't figure this the car. Can't so. you just drive it over there, please? And I, I told him, hey, you should download this Instacart thing. The, and use the name it. of this episode should be Instacart dot 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 and James Payne. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Instacart isn't paying us a dime for this. No. And so, not a sponsor. Yeah, not they're sponsor. not a sponsor. <laughs> I wish Hashtag. Instacart, if, you, if somebody at Instacart is listening to this, we want you, unless you've committed a horrible crime or done something embarrassing, we want you to be our sponsor. Please. So, a sponsor. So before we get out of here, I feel like we need to mention that – you and I have talked 
and this is going. This is the season finale, right? Yeah, this we, is going to be the. Season we have finale. to mention that because we're we're done for a couple of weeks after this episode airs. Yeah, so. I don't know how long of a break we're going to take. Probably probably a month or six weeks. Yeah, and then we're going to be back. But yeah, this this will be it for a while. Okay, so we just wanted to throw that out there. This is the season finale of. Yeah, now we're recording this out of sequence, so it's not the last episode no, for us to record. No, 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 no. no, it's not 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 our last episode, but it's the last one to air. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, we got two more, I think. Then we have to engage in contract negotiations with Murphy. Oh, yeah, that is true. We're yeah, we're sorry that we kept <laughs> you out. How much are we paying you? Twenty percent. Well, twenty percent of nothing, still nothing. Yeah. So. Hey, hey, I'll pay you three times as much. Sixty <laughs> percent. Clark, whatever you got last year, add twenty percent. Nothing. Twenty percent of nothing. <laughs> Look, y'all, we, you we don't, we don't, we literally can't make this up. He was, he, uh, the whole day, he was telling me, all right, I, I can't, I can't be there. I can't be, I'm, I, I gotta go. I can't be there. I'm nervous. I can't be there. I'm nervous. <laughs> and I'm like, you're gonna be there. And I wasn't nervous at all until it got until, close. Until it got go time. By the way, and I, by the way, great segue. Like, seriously, because you were like, Okay, he said five thirty. If he's punctual, and he was and he was punctual. My gosh, he was there. He was punctual. Like all of a sudden, we turn and look, and there's James Spann on the his screen. His name popped up on the screen. Yeah. And we said, "Oh, oh crap! Here oh, crap. it is. Here Go it time." And, and then the Aaron screwed up. Down. And then Aaron screwed up. Yeah, Aaron, seriously, buddy, we, we we give you a hard time. Thank you. You 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 did an okay job tonight. Right. Hey, have you given your recommendation yet? Uh, yeah, the Chernobyl podcast. Don't ask him any more questions. Okay, Go away. Okay, look, look. I got a good one. Oh, really? Zoom. I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's a podcast. I, I really like the trouble one, but I've also been listening to another one. It's called Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. It's basically like a bunch of horror stories. <laughs> We're going to get canceled, Clint. It plays into the podcast, though. What, yeah. what is it? Chilling Stories for Dark Nights or whatever? Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. Yeah. They've been doing it for like 10 years. Uh, Doing it, they make they come out with like an episode like every every day. They have a YouTube channel. God, that's a lot of time. Yeah, and Nick, you were awful hot on that mic over there. I don't know no. if Aaron's paying attention to that or not. Am I really? Oh shoot! Yeah, you are. Uh, I hope that's not. Okay. We'll I fix hope, it in post. I hope you didn't mess that up, Aaron. I'm just I'm saying. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. It's all right. <laughs> he's, he like, he's, he's like quit. he's like I'm done I, I can't do this anymore I can't do this Aaron anymore. we love you we, but we hey really seriously you know and it doesn't feel like we should be making this statement but we're gonna make this statement you know this is the end of season five and I haven't said it I've, I've said it to you multiple times in private but I haven't said it publicly you know never in a million years did I think we'd make it to season five of this oh, thing goodness, no. and you know shout out to Brandon Farmer for, for starting this thing up and and really, it was it, ultimately his idea. You know, we both get kind of half credit for starting it, but um, it was it was originally his idea, and I took it and ran with it, and we kind of worked on it together for the, those first couple of seasons. Why is that funny, Aaron? I don't know why that's funny. I lost count. By and the way. Uh, yeah, and uh, and then we brought Clint on, and that was a good addition, and then, and then we brought David on, and that was a great addition. But we haven't talked about your addition. Thank you. This is your first full season as a as a permanent host. Thank you for coming on, man. We really have enjoyed it. Like seriously, Absolutely, it's it's yeah. been it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, I think you being on has has really taken. It's it made us be level. better. Yeah, it's, it's made. You well, I couldn't tell it. <laughs> but I don't know if it's a shot at us or a shot at himself. But, 
<laughs> no, it's fun. Not really. It's fun, man. I have a blast. But you know, I just, I just felt like I was bringing it down. No, oh, no, you have brought it you, way up. You've you are the reason that it's being that it's being so well right now. Yeah, you're the reason really? that I look forward to recording. Hey, I'm right here. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't care about y'all, uh, Aaron, and and what's your name, Clint? Uh, but no, I've really enjoyed yeah. our time yeah. together. Yeah, I like it, man. I got a lot to say. I just worry I say too much. You don't say enough. You don't say enough. What? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He said that so eloquently. Thank you for letting me borrow the book, by the way. All right. Thank you to my Aunt Beth. Let <laughs> me borrow the book. And, and, and thank you, James Spann, for coming on because yeah. he didn't have to, and he did. Okay. And, and we appreciate it. I still that. can't get over that. I still, I literally messaged the man on, on Twitter. Twitter. said, hey, we have a podcast. Do you want to come on? He said, yeah, sure. Now, my, my wife's got this, too, but she couldn't find it the other night. No. I don't know how hard no. she looked. But... <laughs> It's somewhere. Does in her our copy house, have too. little hearts around James Spann? <laughs> yeah, that's probably why she wouldn't show it to me. Yeah. So yeah. have you? Uh, have you enjoyed this? Have you enjoyed the podcast? The season? Yeah. yeah, I love doing it. Yeah, do you really? Yeah. Sometimes I worry. I do too. Sometimes I worry that you don't. I'm sometimes I'm more. I worry that we put too much pressure on you. Too this, much this pressure. I don't right. have any pressure on me. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. He comes in here, and talks, and goes home. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't do nothing. No, hook up anything. No yeah. It's all Aaron. Yeah. yeah, it is all Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Shut up. All right, uh, on that note, we're going to leave. But uh, don't forget, you can talk or listen to James Mayer. (laughs) Did you don't stop? Okay, never mind. She already stopped. Why did you stop recording? Every episode. episode. No, we always. We got to edit it. You can just let it keep going. We always Uh. let it keep going. That's where we get our B roll (laughs) from, dude. (laughs) No, hey, the Zoom is recording. Hey!